Are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Welcome to RenegadeTalk.fm, where we don't sugarcoat anything. We're just having a good time. It's Cannabis Thursday with Patty Cakes, of course, Richie Kepler, along with Marky Mark and Marla. And, of course, they ever dropped that gorgeous Candace. Hi, Candace. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing good. And we have Patty Cakes, the queen of cannabis here in Orange County. Hi. Hi. <laughs> What's your normal thing? Are you a hi? Uh, everybody's hi. Okay. And we have two special guests in the studio today right here at Renegade uh, Nation. Um, Miko. And, of course, we have her friend Kimo from uh, Orange County. And, uh, I'm so glad you got it right. I did get it right. I wrote it I down. I was scared. Yeah, I wrote it down. Anyway, thank you again, uh, Renegade Nation, for listening. We really appreciate the uh, listenership. And don't forget, tomorrow is our, our, one of our all-time favorite days, and we'll discuss that a little bit later. But anyway... With no further ado, we'll let Patty Cakes take over and uh, interview these really cool people I think you're going to find really interesting. Remember, it's Cannabis Thursday. We want you to spread the word all over the world and send this radio broadcast everywhere you can so you can hear this story. It's really interesting. So I'm going to disappear for a little bit and let uh, Patty Cakes, the queen of cannabis, uh, take over. So hold on. Here we go. Hi, everybody out there. We have a great show today. We have with us Miko Perez. Uh, We've talked about this before, Joey's uh, mom. And with her is Kimo, and he's with Unconventional Foundation for Autism. And uh, Sam, of course, we love Sam. He's with MedicalMarijuana411.com. And of course, the ever normal Candace. First, before we get started, there's a few things, uh, new things out there, new items. In Iowa, um, the Hawkeye poll shows the majority of Iowans are in favor of medical marijuana and proposed legislature uh, that could make that a possibility. Candace, what can you tell us on the normal front? Well, what's really cool about Iowa is that instead of trying to pass this protection in this law through a legislature, they're actually just to protect the patients. They're actually trying to reschedule the drug in the state to a schedule two. So that's a different. Um, and what is schedule two? What, what is that? It's just a lower form of a controlled drug. Um, the schedule one drugs are. But it's still narcotic. Yeah, it is, but it would make it, they believe, more possible for physicians to be able to recommend and to distribute the the medicine. So that's the way that they're going about it. So we'll have to see how that goes. I mean, they have a good um, percentage of people that are in support of it, so I could see if they, you know, tried to pass future legislation, how that would easily go by. You know, that's great to know. We have 15 states right now with medical marijuana laws, and, you know, we'd love to have Iowa join us. Well, I think they uh, will soon because this is a big surprise uh, because Iowans are so uh, very traditional. Yeah, and it's actually it's crazy things happen in small states. I mean, you can more effectively reach all the people when you have, you know, a million or less, you know, or a couple million than when you're dealing with the state, the California, with 35 million people. That t- takes a lot more money and a lot more energy to get the message across. So, how many, know, how many, like s- how many small, really small states uh, is medical cannabis legal? Uh, well, you know, the District of Columbia is really small, and medical marijuana is, you know, allowed for people living in that district. Um, I don't know. Most of the states actually are um, western states, and those states are 
typically larger because, you know, they were formed later, you know, in the United States history and we gave bigger plots, you know, to people. We need more states in the, in the eastern um, part of the United States. To so who do you off. think the next eastern state will be? Um, I think New York is going to be working on it soon. And this is a little south, but I think Florida is going to be coming around pretty soon, too. Chicago actually has been trying to work on uh, medical marijuana um, protection and legislation down there. But unfortunately, um, they just tried to pass a bill in the House, and it failed. In the Illinois House of Representatives, they only had 53 votes for medical marijuana laws, and they had 59 against. So, again, they lost this round, but they're very close. They just have to, you know, convince and bring a couple people around from the other side, and then we can, you know, start seeing things happen, you know, in that side of the country. And uh, also, I'm seeing new regulations are edging D.C. towards safe access. What what do we hear about that? Well, I mean, it would it'd be a great thing for the progress of this movement if we had medical cannabis in the lives of all of our legislatures, if it became like a norm in their community. You know, yeah, knowing, they'd, they'd be a lot more mellow, yeah, too. Yeah, imagine if some of, you know, the people that work in their office, their staffers and, you know, the people that they respect in their own community are cannabis users. You know, they'll start opening their eyes. Oh, sure. They're still in the closet there. Yeah, definitely. Well, they have to be, though. It's federal, so... It's pretty interesting. In D.C., though, patients are not allowed to grow their own medical cannabis. They have to buy it from, from one whom? of the collectives. That's the way that their law is written. Okay. And where are the collect are the collectives growing it and selling in? Yeah, I believe that's the way that it would have to be procured, procured is by its own, you know, the collective itself. But they do have a program for people that are low income where they hardly have to pay anything for their cannabis. That's written into the law, too, which is also as good as they um, which they consider this a victory was to uh, abandon a plan for putting the Alcohol Beverage Regulation Administration in charge of the program. Now, why would we want them in charge of that program? Well, right now, I don't know why they would, because, you know, it's it's medical. And so. The ABC program is for, you know, liquor and for drugs that are, you know, that are uh, monitored by the, the by the government. And right now, if our government doesn't recognize it, you know, how could they be the ones that control it and regulate it, you know? Hey, and speaking, we, 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 we were talking about New Jersey, and uh, New Jersey is going to be so far the only state to limit the amount of uh, psychotropic chemical permitted in uh, marijuana is that what does that mean well I guess it's just gonna mean that they're gonna require the the distributors the collectives to test their medicine and they're not gonna let anything beyond a certain point out to the patients Um, that's ridiculous though you know but what if somebody needs a different amount or a different dosage or it how how are they gonna do that then yeah the people are trying to regulate this probably don't live with cannabis since they don't know to 10%, you know, that's ridiculous. There's a lot of strains, you know, and a lot of conditions that require medicines, you know, and they don't know what's good for the patient unless they're a patient themselves. Do you have uh, anything else new to add to? Hey, I know, what about the ban, uh, the OC ban and un- unincorporated areas. Yeah. And that actually happened in LA the same day. This last Tuesday, Orange County and LA County banned medical marijuana collectives from operating in any any of the unincorporated areas. In which areas? Could you name the areas that are unincorporated in in Orange County? In Orange County, it's parts of Santa Ana, Midway City, what was Sunset Beach, 
Um, that's what I know for there. Um, so it's not that many cities, but there well, is Newport, actually a lot of collectives that opened. They don't have them in Newport. Is Newport unincorporated? I don't know if it's like Huntington Beach. Huntington Beach, you can use it, you can grow it, but you can't sell it here. They can't have dispensaries in yeah. Huntington Beach. I think it was over of more than like three people they don't they don't allow you to which is you know a shame because sometimes you might have a family of like four people and that they're banning that that collective of four people just because of the city regulation um there was one thing i want to talk about though irv rosenfeld who is one of the first 13 original medical marijuana patients who receives medical marijuana every month you know i just read about that i thought that was an incredible story yeah a lot of people don't know this you know the federal government um continues to just repeat its statements of, you know, there's no such thing as medical marijuana, has no therapeutic benefits, but they've been giving medicine to these patients, and the only, there's only four that still are alive, because these patients were all seriously ill. It's been 28 years so, now. So, wait a minute, let me get this right. Was this a government uh Yeah, it was a government test, test program. It was the federal, federal Medical Marijuana Program, and it was started on November 20th, 28 years ago. Um, it was... Um, as of this date, Irv has received over 120,000 marijuana cigarettes. He gets them in this tin, and they're all rolled up by, like, a cigarette rolling machine. And they're actually pretty nasty. The, some of the joints, like, have seeds and stems, like, crushed up in it and stuff. They don't do things like we do. Yeah, they don't. The, the cannabis that they get um, comes from NIDA at the University of Mass, uh, Massachusetts. And he gets nine ounces of rolled cannabis every 25 days. Um, Irv has a rare bone disease, and he attributes cannabis to him still being alive today. He's actually a really successful man. I mean, he's a, a stockbroker. He just wrote a book. So just th- that just proves by itself, you know, that cannabis, you know, is one of the best medicines in the world. And, you know, he's gone on to be a successful contributing member of, to, of society because of cannabis, you know, and the federal government, even though they give him the cannabis, they don't ever acknowledge that. So isn't, is that like an oxymoron? Yeah, it's, yeah, it makes me sick. I mean, they did this study in what seventy two. When, when when was it? Or yeah, something like that. And they they just continue to supply these patients. Are they, is this still in progress? This study? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. How could it be in progress? Or it's just a program. Well, I know, but it, the government, the federal government, are the people that don't that are totally against all this. Sam, what do you think? Well, the once they saw the the beneficial results because um, it's the National Institute on, on Drug Abuse and so they had to um, discontinue the program and allow for um, everybody that was in it to be grandfathered in it to continue to get the 300 uh, cannabis joints each 25 days um, until they die but no one else could enter the program and uh, all the research stopped pretty much. And so other, other doctors are taking anecdotal, um, have taken notice and are taking anecdotal evidence um, from the patients and, and have collected um, data that way. But as far as uh, the program itself, collecting the data from that program, the government didn't really want to see that information come to light, so they just stopped collecting it. And yeah. why would that be? <laughs> Who can answer that? We should ask the federal government, huh? Or the I drugs mean, are. They want to answer that question. Well, I either. know they stopped all tests because we, we, we talked about that, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And it, it just seems, why would they stop something that was proven to work? What do you think that's about? 
You know, it's just that they, they don't want to see medical marijuana legalized on a federal level, and so they're not going to let this research get out. But they, just gonna... I know, but they, they, they've already been, te- what's his name? The guy that did the test? Um, oh, the workshop that does testing of no, cannabis? No, 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 no. The, the, the gentleman that's been on the program for 28 years. Oh, Irv Rosenfeld? Yeah. I mean, they should see from looking at his life and all that he's done that, you know... They, and they have studied his lungs, um, and I forget who the doctor uh, or researcher was that, that did it, but you know, afterwards we can um, post some of that information on OC Normal and, and Medical Marijuana 4 and 1. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it would be something that people would really like to uh, hear about. I think that his story should be out there more. I, I got it through do, doing some research, and I really had to dig to find it. And, and he has a book now, uh, MyMedicineTheBook.com. You can, you can find access to it. Um, and that has a whole bunch of different stories in there as well on how he fought the federal government so that he could um, get the joints rolled for him and given to him every 25 days. And he won. So, you know, check out the book, read his story. And, um, and, and, and I believe that the, the lung capacity um, is, is very good. They did find something, but it, was, it didn't have anything to do with um, smoke inhalation or cannabis. Um, in fact, I, I think it was better lungs than a, than a 30-year-old, than, a, than the average 30-year-old. How old was he at the time? He was probably about 50 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Do you have any more, uh, any other news? Well, I kind of wanted to give an update and let um, some people know on some stories I've been reading about Amsterdam and about the coffee shops there and how um, some of the local governments are trying to close the coffee shops to foreigners. And um, I was just kind of shocked by this and just letting, you know, do you have anything to say about that, Sam? Do you read about that? I, I, I did notice that, um, that going in the, in Amsterdam, doesn't Holland doesn't have legalized drugs, no. and so this is one of the ways that they have have decided to control it. Um, you know, it's it's decriminalized, and I think so many people with uh, travel make being easier and easier now. More people are are going, and so they, they do have some a pro, some a few problems with uh, tourists going there, taking advantage of their. Yeah, I think that if they actually closed the coffee shops to foreigners, you'd have more people, like tourists on the street, um, trying to get cannabis, you know, if they couldn't go inside. And we're going to continue this conversation. Uh, When we return, we're going to take a short break. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in a few. Are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Okay, welcome back to RenegadeTalk.fm in Los Angeles. My name is Richie Kepler, along with Marky Mark, and of course Marla. And Ken is from Normal and the queen of cannabis herself from Orange County. Patty Cakes have some special guests in the studio, Miko and Chemo. They're going to explain their stories, specifically Miko with uh, Patty Cakes. Patty Cakes is going to do a little interviewing here at Renegade. Renegade Nation, pass the show around. It's important that you do when you hear the content of it, and I know you will, and we really appreciate it. Okay, here's Patty. We're back, and uh, we have some really, really great guests today. And um, Miko Perez, um, and I think everybody knows Miko as Joey's mom. 
and she's going to tell us her story and uh, what happened to her son and what she did. Uh, we're so happy you're here, Miko. Um, tell us about when this all started. Well, this started um, about a year and a half ago. Uh, Joey was diagnosed with severe autism. At uh, what age? At 16 months. Um, he's nonverbal. Um, and recently, um, he stopped walking um, because of one of the medications that he was taking. Um, a, almost two years ago, Joey was diagnosed second to the autism uh, with anorexia and malnutrition. And at the time, he was between 45, 48 pounds um, and was given six months to live um, oh. based off of taking many medications to treat autism, um, which is very normal in the autism community um, for the parents who have chosen to um, use medi medications. Do they treat um, children with autism like symptomatically? Right. So that's right. why some children just stack up the medications like they're taking one thing for every right. single thing. That's correct. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I, I mean, I'm a young parent. Yeah. Um, and, and as I speak with a lot of young women, um, we're doing the best that we can to take care of our children. So when a doctor or a teacher um, recommends medication, we think that we're doing what's right. Um, I placed Joey on medication when he was five years old. Um, and that was from a recommendation from a teacher. Mm. No, wait so, a minute. Oh, one second. He was diagnosed at 18 months, you said? 16 months. 16 months. And then he was on traditional uh, prescription medications specifically for autism for how many years? It's now going on six years that he's been on medication. But I have a problem with... Uh, prescribing a three-year-old medication. Yeah. Um, a lot of this is just common sense. Um, and, and parents are relying on the medications. Um, even with children who aren't diagnosed with autism, I, I, I have a problem with ADD. Yeah. You know, I, I try being a parent. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Miko. Um, now, um, where... Where did you get the information uh, regarding cannabis and autism? Well, that was a long drive home. Um, I had went to um, a doctor's appointment. Joey needed to get dental surgery, and we had to get him cleared for the <coughs> surgery because Joey needs to be sedated. Well, in that uh, particular appointment, I had a, a, a pediatrician who, if I ever see again, there's going to be some problems. Um, she walked in the room. She evaluated Joey, realized that he was very thin, justified all of the medication he was on, and then said, you know, he probably doesn't have that much time to live. And closes the file and walks out. Oh, my God. Um, at that point, by the time I had gotten to the car, I was just Oh, sobbing. devastated. How, I mean, that's your child. The, the fact that she was actually able to tell me that and then walk out to see another patient lets you know um, we have some real problems in healthcare. Yeah, that's how much they care. You know? Well, not all, not all doctors have great bedside manner, and I think that's one of the problems. They're so focused on 
or let's hope they're focused on the medical part of it that they're in their own world. I mean, that's how I see most doctors. They rely too heavily on prescription medicines, you know. Oh, he's on prescriptions. He's trying that, and this is the consequence. Well, that's all we can do, you know. It's like well, they're so we're, closed-minded at different options. So when did you start using cannabis? How did you use it, and how did you know what to give them? You know, there's so many stories I hear on how, how I came about using cannabis. Well, we want to hear how stories you really people. did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, every time I read an article, it's, she did this and she did that. You're like, really? Yeah. The really? bottom line is, is, I've been in the legal industry for over 15 years. I'm a legal researcher, number one. Um, that's how I paid my bills, and that's how I took care of Joey. So... Um, what I did was, is I laughed when I got home, and, and I think I was sitting on the couch, and I was just trying to treat the anorexic part. I was sitting on the couch, and I said, you know. This is what, when he weighed 46 pounds. Right. And this is just because he didn't have any desire to eat. Like, right. he put food in front of him, and he just wasn't hungry, right. wasn't interested in Children it. Children diagnosed with autism are very, very picky eaters. They are way beyond the normal child that is a picky eater. But is that due to the medication or due to the disease? It could be both. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and and what had happened was is I, I was just laughing. I don't know if it came on TV. I don't know what hit me, but I said, you know what? What Joey really needs is marijuana. Now, had you used uh, cannabis prior to this? I mean, in your life, are you? A- no, no. And 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 and. Uh, that's another thing that I hear. You know, I have two younger brothers, and I've had to be responsible my whole entire life. You know, I have a, a brother who's a fireman now, and another brother who's doing very well and helping me out. But at a very young age, I had to be responsible for my brothers. So I, even though I was with the cool crowd, I wasn't doing what the cool people were doing because I needed to stay focused. That's awesome. So when. Uh, as soon as it hit me that I needed marijuana, I went to the computer and I typed in marijuana and autism. And a very well-known doctor came up in that search, and that doctor is uh, Dr. Bernard Rimlin, who I admire and followed um, his protocol. Did you, did you call him? I mean, how did you? Dr. Bernard Rimlin passed away in 2006. Aww. Oh, okay. So you just read... He is very, very well known in the autism community. Okay. So very already, well respected. You already knew of him, and I then you happen to see okay. that he has this other this right. idea of thought. And right. And and after that, then I did some research on the internet, and then I went straight to the books. I went straight to the facts. I got up the next day. I went straight to the library. Now, did you get a medical card? Uh, <laughs> when did you do? Did you did you have to do any well, of that? Fir- first, I had to plead to to Joey's psychiatrist um, that this this was the. When I walked in there, I walked in there as if I was pleading to the court. I had do- so much documentation to give to her um, that if she said no, I was still going to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you wanted to have full disclosure, you sure, know, so she could sure. really be involved. Right. That's and, and it's brave. When I did tell her, uh, she looked at me and I looked at her and she said, you're right. For the first time in 10 years, I finally was able you to found- speak with a doctor who honored the oath she took when she became a doctor, which is to preserve life for the very first time. So if this is my first time, could you imagine what other parents are dealing with? How are you spreading the word? I've started the Unconventional Foundation for Autism. Um, Everything I've ever done has been unconventional. Um, 
That's, I, why, I can honestly, that's why you're on Renegade. <laughs> I can honestly say that medical marijuana is only a fraction of who I am. I am a fighter for these children, um, and I use very unconventional techniques and tips. And I mean, I, I come from um, a, a legal background, so, so you I, do, I'm the biggest shark. Well, you, <laughs> you've done your legal research. Right, And right. You, you know what... I mean, have you had any problems, like legal problems? No. N- n- None. But it's great yeah. that your experiences and your knowledge, you know, from being a legal researcher has paved the way for other parents, making it a little bit easier for them. My phone does not stop ringing. My phone, and, and I make myself accessible because I know what it feels like. I mean, right. there, I've had some very, very dark days where I wanted to pick up and call an organization, but it was the wrong time. When you contact me, email me, or call me on the phone, or call um, Hope Wellness Collective, you get me. I return the phone call. And it's, it's wonderful because most of the parents, they can't believe it. Is this really Miko? And this is really me because I've, I've been where you're at. That's that's really it's, cool. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, the story is incredible, and you know you have so much courage and willing to share this with everybody. I think it's just fabulous. Um, tell us about you were on was it 2020 or Good Morning America? I was on Good Morning America, and they also did a show on 2020 where I had inspired um, a few more mothers. Um, I've, I've been on the doctor's show. I've, I've, I've done my round of interviews, but at the end of the day, it's helping mothers and, and grandparents from Idaho and Wisconsin. And those are the calls that I love. When I can teach a parent how to write an effective letter to get any type of resource or talk to them about my experience with Joey being on cannabis. And, and there are no stupid questions when you call me. I have a, a question. Being that, because I know there are people that can't get, um, um, what is it, uh, when you, not Social Security, but... Benefits or... Dis- disability, because she's on medical cannabis. Has that affected you at all? I mean, my, my attorney's not here, so I can't answer that question. <laughs> okay. But you do have someone, that, you, know, you do have legal representation that I really looks oh, you yes. know, after you and Joey. Yes. I, I, I don't appear. Um, I, I don't do too many interviews uh, that are on TV without my attorney. Smart um, idea. <laughs> so, Kimo, how, how has been being involved in this UF4A changed your life? And Life-changing. Yeah, it's an inspiring story, so I can... Absolutely, absolutely. Um, a lot, it, it takes a lot, it takes numbers, you know, to change the way people think. Yes. And uh, I think the more um, educated people are on medical marijuana and what it's doing for the children. Mm-hmm. See, that's the key word, what it's doing for the children. Not too many people can ask them. They can't communicate. So we have to listen. And the best thing we can do is all listen and see what's actually facts. Put the facts out there and what's changing everything. And the reason it's changing everything is because the facts are coming out. And they're proving. another. That's the, right there. Proving. 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 That's the key word, Kimo. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, we do what we can do under the restraints that we have yeah we're strength in numbers we need more people to actually get out there and support the cause how do they find you well we have uh 
if you're here in California, we have a collective that's actually taking all donations and any type of help that they can do with uh, with physical donations as far as people helping with our organization as far as we do last for legalization where we had a bunch of heavyweight comics in uh, Hollywood come together for a night of and the tremendous, mon- tremendous laughter. Laughter is the love of life. Did you have a good turnout? Absolutely. We had a great turnout. Yeah, OC Normal was there too. It was Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, we had uh, John Lovett's uh, Comedy Theater in Hollywood. Uh, was he there? Uh, he did not show up. He had a prior engagement, but. How dare him? <laughs> he made the facility available, Absolutely, and that's awesome. The, the, We're going to call him the Rich. M- the MC of the evening was a dear friend of mine, Joey Coco Diaz. <laughs> Where you at? That's yeah. that, that. Oh, I know who he is. He. he he, he is he is a very special individual, um, and we thank him from the bottom of our hearts for everything he's done for UF4A okay. and the convention. Uh, what do you do with the money that you raise? Well, we make um, we make it possible for parents to get uh, cannabis and uh, at a safe access through Hope Wellness. And so, all- if I have an autistic child, and and I come to you saying, please help me. What are you going to, I mean, are you going to direct me or give me the tools or give me cannabis for my child? You know, there's a number of things that we do over at uf4a.org. Um, one of those things is, is we sponsor aquatic therapy. Um, we have collectives that will call us and say, you know what, we want to sponsor a child. Um, because aquatic therapy is an untraditional and a very expensive um, therapy for the traditional hospitals. So what Uh, what does that therapy do? That therapy is, you know, it kind of coincides with cannabis and um, wellness. And so um, when you place a child in water, um, at least for my child, and and I hear it from many other parents, it it tends to calm them down. It's a therapy that is not given enough respect um, and and not treated as, as a traditional therapy and they do underwater births right. for that reason right um just recently uh the unconventional foundation uh we we just did a surf day oh, oh um, how fabulous yeah, where the, in huntington beach oh my god for how the, great for the very first time i saw joey in a wetsuit do not ask me how he got it on um, <laughs> this therapist that was there um johnny he it was like he showed up in wing, with wings on You know what? We're going to come back to Miko and hear more about Joey and what she's doing. And we'll see you in a bit. Your freedom's being destroyed like free speech. Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Welcome back to RenegadeTalk.fm in Los Angeles. My name is Richie Kepler, along with uh, Marky Mark and Marla. And, of course, the queen of cannabis, Patty, and Candace from Normal. And we have uh, Kimo and Miko in studio telling a great story. You should listen to this and listen to it and pass it all around to all of your friends all over the world. You need to listen to this show. Right now, we're going to turn it over to the queen herself of uh, cannabis, Patty Cakes, right here in Orange County. And here you go. Marcus say, 
Hey, everybody, we're back, and um, we want to talk further with Biko. And uh, what I wanted to know, what was the response from family and friends? I mean, your, your intimate family. What, well, what was um, their reaction and how did you tell them? You know, I, I really didn't have time to talk. I needed to save my child's life. I did the research. I talked to the doctor and they will they they found out um, and, and actually they didn't find out. I, I had incorporated them in the whole process. I had been emailing my family. I um, they all knew that Joey was in a very, very desperate state. Yeah, I'm um, sure they love and they want anything to help him. It, just y- like you. It's, it's very interesting because typically when when I do interviews, um, people really don't know where I come from or, or where I'm, I, I come from. Right, they um, just assume what they want. I, I come from a family of law enforcement. Mm. Interesting, very interesting. And they've backed you all the way? A hundred percent. That's awesome. And so... Are, um, are, are you, is your family local or are you from another state? M- my family is local. That's, and, that's great. Um, you know, it, it's a different situation when you see a child dying. Right. Yeah, and, exactly. It's not like uh, some stoner on the street corner right. being an idiot. Right. Um, this, the, this particular treatment was truly to save my son's life, exactly what it did. And so um, because of that, um, I, I've been able to um, be a little bit more effective in the movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure that if Joey ever gained enough weight and if he got healthy enough that he didn't need it, you would probably, you know, pull well, off the treatments. And that's the, that's the interesting thing. The, all the new things that I'm finding out. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, it was only to treat anorexia and malnutrition. Well, last month, Joey just started saying mom. Wow. And you attribute that to the cannabis? A hundred percent. There is a lot of evidence to support. And he's uh, 11 years old now? That is correct. Um, there's a lot of evidence to support uh, medical marijuana is effective with brain trauma yeah. um, and, and with neurological uh, disorders. And so what I've done is, is, is I've spoken with Dr. Lester Greenspoon. I've spoken with the best of the best. Exactly. He's my hero. Yes. And, and, and he will be writing um, the paper for the medical journal on Joey. Oh, wow. And so I just got that news in New York a couple of weeks ago. Oh, how wonderful. Um, he... There's so many people, so many great people who are stepping up to the plate. To Tell us who some of them are. <laughs> I mean, if you can, you know. You know, I, th- there's a few. And, and you I'm would sorry. like to thank. If I miss anyone, I'm so sorry. But uh, the, the, Michael Lerner from Cush Magazine, um, he went out on a limb and placed Joey on the cover of his magazine. When he asked me to go to CushCon, I couldn't get there quick enough. Um, there's also Ajnag.com. There's Sam that's here from Medical Marijuana. Hi, Sam. <laughs> and there's there's uh, collectives like Hope Wellness Collective. And there's um, therapists. There's 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 so many people at the forefront that are just stepping up to the plate, saying, Miko, what do you need? How how many other children do you do we need to help? It's it's amazing how people come together at times like this, you know, especially for children, and then they're seeing the benefits of cannabis. Well, for me, you know, when it, when a parent contacts me or when anyone contacts me, I go back to just saying I'm just Joey's mom. 
How do then, they, how do they get? How can if somebody out there wants to get in touch with you, Miko, where do they go? What do they, they do? They can go to uf four a dot org, or they can contact Hope Wellness Collective, um, and their number is seven one four eight nine seven Hope. Um, for the most part, you can go on Facebook. Miko You're Perez, you, and, and I'll show up. And But what you see is what you get, and that's a mom. Yeah, definitely yes. sign up and follow Miko and, and the organization so you can find about fundraisers that they have coming up. And if you want to help. And to help. You know, the, 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 my biggest thing is, is I, all of a sudden, you know, I... I had no idea that so many people wanted to help. Yeah. Um, and, and helping, you, you know, you can volunteer, you can... Um, so they can contact you if there's... I mean, this is only in Southern California, your organization, correct? That's correct. Do you help children anywhere? Or yes, ju- I do. Okay. Yes, I do. It's not just in Southern California. No, no. It's probably no. really hard, though, when a parent contacts you from a state where they don't have medical marijuana laws, you know, and... You know, they have to do what they have to do, but how can you tell them to do that? I can't you know? advise you any can't parent. advise any parent. The only thing I can do is tell, walk them through my experience yep. and make sure that they make the right decision. Yep. So, you know, it, I try it, to send right. everyone to California. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't come here, go to Colorado. <laughs> so you, you travel. I travel, um, and, and when I do travel, it's people like Cush Magazine who make sure that I have a nurse at home. It's nice. people, I mean, and, and, you know, when I do go out and speak, these organizations who are contacting me, I tell them first, you want me? You got to make sure that Joey's taken care of before I leave. And they respect that. Um, and and, and just, it's just one of those things, you know, being a mom. Wow. Trying to save, you know. Everybody. Trying to save your child. What do his doctors say about this? What was their reaction when they learned what you did or you told, I mean, yeah. what was that outcome? Now, now I'm dealing with a college who was open, who was open to, open for discussion, open to seeing uh, more children a part of the program. They are so on board. They're on my board of directors. Well, they weren't on board before, were they, with cannabis and autism or cannabis and anything? After listening to your last show, I I don't think they they were on board. Um, But as of today, they are on board. um, And... it's, it's beautiful, and it's only because they are seeing the same thing that I saw when, you know, when I, when I placed Joey first on the cannabis. And it's the fact that my son is alive. A lot of people, I think, take death for granted. Um, How could you take your child's death for granted? Yeah. Ask Th- the pharmaceutical that, companies. Yeah, or that doctor well, that you met. Right, you know, right. Did you ever think oh, twice? Let's call her. Let's call her. (laughs) Did you ever, I mean, I I would have sent her something. You know, karma has a way of working itself out, and that's how I live. Every child that I help and every family and every parent that contacts me, within minutes, there's a corporation or a Michael Lerner or a collective that's contacting me saying, Miko, I want to help. It doesn't matter what you do. I'm still going to be Joey's mom, and I'm still going to be available if you need me. 
And that's what I tell my parents when they call. And that, I, I am here. That's given a lot because I, right. more people probably contact you than me. And I know a lot of time it's just so overwhelming. It's overwhelming. So free to be it's a single too, parent yeah. you know what? to address the needs of others is just. But you know what? That awesome. dark place that I was at. Yeah. It, this makes it all. It, it makes it all worth it. All worth it. Every single yep. time a parent calls me, I go back to that place and I'm, what do you need? How can I help you? Because you know you were there. And there was no, and at the time there was nobody to help you. No, not even my family. Well, nobody, nobody knew what to do. I mean, you were with this child every minute of the day and you experienced everything. And I know I have, my daughter's older now, but you do whatever you can for your child. I mean, I would kill for my kid. Right. I mean, I would, whatever it took. It's your child, man, and I know how important that is. And, you know, I, I give you a lot of credit because I think it takes a lot of courage. And, yeah. you know, obviously you're a very strong-willed person. That's well, why we need people to step up yeah. and actually do something and not be... Not just talk not, about not it. Not talk about it, be about it, you know. Yeah. And, and, and as far as donating anything, anything, time, themselves, spreading the word, things of that nature, those are the type of things we need. Tell mm-hmm. us again, Kimo, where, uh, how they can get to you. Well, they can get us through uh, the uf4a.org uh, um, webpage, or you can reach us at hopedelivery.org. Um, Hope is there, and we are all directors. This is a derivative of UF4A, and um, we set up all, all the donations, and we also set up the events that are going to be coming up in the next year. So, uh, Is there anything big that you can tell us about? Uh, well, we're going to be doing comedy shows. You know, because laughter is the uh, love of it's life. It's the best medicine Absolutely. next to cannabis. Absolutely. So um, we're going to get together and brainstorm and figure out our next event. And we need everybody on board to come support it. And uh, How much you know, better can you get? You know, absolutely. have a good good, af- good evening of comedy, and then you also get to support a great organization, yeah, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. We, we would like to get twice as much people uh, to show up, and, you know, our goal is so we're going to do our part and get and out there on can, the streets. if you can, donate on the website. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Tax deductible, and it's almost that time, people. Absolutely. Hey, have you, have you guys done, like, T-shirts or banners? Or, have oh, you yes, done, yes. I mean, can someone go online and buy something? Yes, you can. We have um, merchandising that will be on our website shortly, probably within the next 24 hours. We have Liberty gear. Um, we have our wristbands. Yep. We have the famous um, orange wristbands yes. worn by celebrities <laughs> yes. and rappers. <laughs> I tell you, I went to the Doja Cup and people recognized. What you is know, the I think Doja three Cup? Three of the people picked it up just because they had seen, you know, other people wearing one and they wanted it. So it actually, the bright orange wristbands, well, they're the, a hit. The, the orange people are helping. The orange not only represents the county where I'm from, but oh, it represents right. life. You know, every night that I go to sleep and I watch Joey sleep, it, it, it's it's. And, and in the morning when he wakes up and he smiles and I said, this is cannabis. You know, oh. this is cannabis saved my son's life. It saved his life. It's and there was incredible. no way I was going to let another parent not experience the joy that I experienced seeing my son wake up. So this is the reason why I speak. And let me ask you this. How do you, how did you learn to measure what his needs were? Or how did, you know, what did you know? How did you know how to dose you know, Joey, what did you do? Was it trial and error? Did you have a doctor there telling you what to do? Well, that's a secret that'll be in my book. 
We can't wait. When's that coming? <laughs> when's that? Coming? If you're listening out there, Hollywood, we hey, we got a movie here. We, we got a movie. We have we're a also movie. looking for a publisher. Too bad like, Oprah isn't going to be around anymore, huh? But her network will. Oh, that, uh, that, that's, that's right. Awesome. That's right. Have you call, have you contacted her? I would. Oh, I'd be calling her. <laughs> We've got looks and smiles, but no answer. I would love her to see act- her actually handle this issue, though, with everything that she's done and all of the shows that were not worthy of the airspace that she's done, too, like some of the fashion decorating ones. You know, well, she, she has to throw that in. I wish in. she, she would have tackled friends. this. Okay. You know, she Autism great... and marijuana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really hope that one day she does, you know. Well, Joey's story, hopefully we will see it soon. And, you know, we're, pu- we're putting it out there. You know, if there is a publisher and, and there is a producer that we're here we and we have the story yeah and it's it's a great story it's just and it gets better it gets better every week now what do you do uh academically for joey i've taken a different route um joey is uh his age is about a three-year-old I okay. personally don't think it's important that he learns how to write his name, but I do think it's important that he enjoys life. Yeah. Well, when you say he um, he has the mind of a three-year-old, can he get? Will will he still grow more, or will it stay at that age? You or- know, it's it's unpredictable right now. Um, hearing him say "mom," um, and it's simply because I have a two-year-old, and my two-year-old and Joey have been interacting. Think. It's, I mean, because of the cannabis. That's really cool. Um, and so I've been able to share that with the rest of the autism community. And it's just mind blowing. You know, what, you can't deny that cannabis has not been effective with my son. Most children diagnosed with autism, they have behavioral issues. Well, I've had Sam in my home and I've had, I try to do my own um, videotaping to show the community your perception needs to change, and it needs to change now if not only you want to save your child, but give your child a better quality of life. Yeah. It's possible. I think that's what uh, a lot of, uh, of the pill companies, and I, and I say pill companies because I'm not going to label no names with it, but those people um, project quality of life, you know, but do they really? No, they don't. It's all about money, chemo. Absolutely. It's all in their disclaimer. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's the end it's, of the commercial. It's, it's the side effects. You know oh, what I mean? Like, yeah. well, they here, don't really tell you about it until you get the side effects. Well, here, here's my thing. All the medications that they are prescribing um, for children diagnosed with autism, can you name me one commercial where you've seen a child diagnosed with autism? I haven't. No. No, you don't. So th- there is uh, an, a, there's, there's a huge problem. Well, I mean, I thought they say, you know, every, every <laughs> child, in, I mean, a certain percentage, you know, is, is autistic. And I thought those numbers have been climbing lately. Those numbers are off the charts. And you know what? There's certain organizations that uh, just aren't willing to come forth with the truth. Just like they're not willing to come forth with cannabis as a safe and effective treatment. I'm doing my part so I can go to sleep at night. And Renegade Nation, we hope that you're listening and we will be right back. Are you 
your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Welcome back to Renegade Talk.fm in Los Angeles. Richie Kepler along with Marky Mark. And of course, you ever dropped that gorgeous Marla. We have Candice from Normal. And we also have the queen of cannabis along with Miko and Kimo. Talking about this great story. You should listen and learn. Pass this all around to all of your friends all over the internet. I'm telling you to do so. You may do so. Okay, we're going to turn this over back to Patty. Listen to Renegade Talk in Los Angeles. Thank you, Renegade Nation, for listening. We really appreciate it. Thanks for coming back. And before we get started with Miko, um, Candace and I have some fabulous news. We are starting a contest. That's right. And what are we doing, Candace? Well, we're going to have the viewers that listen in, especially for our Marijuana Thursday show, send an email to Patty Cake so we can start an email list so we can send you information every week about who our guest is going to be, bios, uh, maybe some... Um, updates after the show and events. Oh, goody. And will they get any... I mean, what are we going to give them? So if you send an email to Patty, and I'll have you give the, your email address afterwards, we're going to put all the names into a bowl, and I'm going to draw a couple people out, and we're going to give them a normal goodie bag. How exciting. A normal... Is that opposed to an abnormal goodie bag? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're not going to tell you what's in it because it's going to be a big surprise, and uh, no cannabis edibles. Um, the, um, send your emails to contact at pattycakes.com. And remember, Patty Cakes is P-A-T-I-C-A-K-E-S. Um, also, we had a, a, a listener who was uh, very interested in TSA. And we didn't uh, finish that conversation last week, Sam. So I would like you to you know, talk further so we could give him more information. Um, I do know, do you know what state he was living in? Yes, California. California. And, and so as long as he has his uh, medical card, um, there are a handful of airports that will allow you to travel with your, with your medicine. Um, and that's per the attorney general, this uh, is now ju- governor. This is, this is within California. Within California. If you were to take a, a flight from Long Beach to San Francisco, for example, uh, you can take your medicine with you. How much? Um, I would keep it, uh, you know, under the radar. Yeah, I would try to um, be I mean, reasonable like, I mean, and bring as little as possible. We're not me. saying like three pounds. You know, some, some, a lot of cities that have decided to um, do a ban, which you know, now that we've got some news on, on how constitutional that might be coming out. What does that mean? Uh, banning collectives in cities or is, unincorporated counties. It's or illegal, different. isn't it? Uh, well, they're doing it. And, and the Supreme Court said... Um, the fourth district court of appeals decision is needs to needs to continue moving forward. The Supreme Court of California is not going to okay, look at that decision. We, so, um, you know, we if, if if I was to fly to Fresno, for example, where they are considering banning uh, all the collectives, then I might ha- be a medical marijuana patient, but I can't participate in a medical marijuana in the medical marijuana program up there. So I need to fly up there and take my medicine with me. Right. 
and, and a lot of airports are allowing. I know Long Beach Airport will allow you to fly with your medicine. San Francisco Airport, Oakland Airport. What about LAX? LAX as well. Yeah. Orange Ax- County, John Wayne. I'm not sure. I don't want to speak. There, there are. I know. I hate to plug my own site, but I know if you go to medicalmarijuana411.com. Oh yeah, do definitely have, plug uh, your site. What is that again, honey? <laughs> uh, medicalmarijuana411.com. Uh, if you type in TSA in the search bar, um, there or, or California airports or however you want it. Traveling with medicine. I know that the LA. I've actually seen the LAX Police Department um, training memorandum on medical marijuana, and it does state that if you have, you know, proper paperwork or a state ID card, you know, and you're within reasonable amounts, then they're supposed to let you travel with it. And we, we used to send patients with that when they were traveling. You'll bring your paperwork and bring this memo just in case the LAX airport police haven't seen it before. And that was uh, during the time when Lockyer was the attorney general. So that was before Brown. So it was at least four years ago that the, that memorandum first about, got started. What about the states that have reciprocity? Um, you know, you're, you're crossing state territories so that's like a federal but what crime about, right there so you would need to be really careful I mean if you're found to have it in that state that has reciprocity you protect you know you would be protected to have it but you know crossing state boundaries with cannabis yeah, there's, there's that, another that's illegal you yeah can't, there's, you, can't there's do that. you could be punished for that um you know, we would never want to tell anyone to do anything wrong, but speaking of TSA and the new procedures where they have the new x-ray machine that they use to, you know, find any kind of paraphernalia or dangerous, you know, devices on you. Danger- what, dangerous devices like scales? Or, yeah, <laughs> weapons of mass destruction is what they're looking rollers. for, I guess. But they can see everything now. They can see anything hidden under your clothes, inside your body. A bong. Um, they call it the porno scanner grope. So just be aware that you can no longer hide things on your person. They will definitely find them. And There was a Playboy bunny or an ex-Playboy bunny that was on TV last night. And um, they she felt it because she was beautiful and voluptuous let's say that they were filling her up and you know how do they get away with this well they they increased the pat down at the same time that yeah. they and I think this, yeah, this happened scanner. about a week and a half ago. Yeah, and it started happening in a couple airports, and now it's more widespread. I mean, there's a couple airports still. Someone just of my friends flew through, the smaller through, airport, flew through so. Denver, and she didn't have to do it yet. But yeah, the smaller airports will be one of the last. I, but yeah, definitely some changes. You know, it's 9/11, the Patriot Act, terrorism. You know, it's affected everybody in our personal lives, and it's outed a lot of medical marijuana patients. You know, I just, I mean, I, I, that, this will encourage people to, you know, step out of the cannabis closet and get their medical marijuana card, protect themselves, and and that helps break down the stereotypes. In the states where it's legal to in, do so. In the states where it's legal to do so, and 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 so if you want to travel with it, you can get your medical marijuana card if you if you're able to. And um, it's and and then don't try to sneak it through the TSA X-ray machine. Not yeah. on your body, <laughs> like no. an idiot. Um, Put it in your suitcase and bury it. And I just went through one of those. One, I went through one of those TSA machines, the the X-ray scanner, and I was prepared to. Uh, I had my my state ID card with me and and my original rec in my in my um, on my persons and. Um, you know, I'm holding everything up and I'm waiting for them to find the medicine in my, in my bag. And you know, that's just not what they're looking for right now. No, I love to look at those screens when I go through, you know, and you can see, you know, they're not looking for that actually to tell you the truth. That's not one of the things that shows up, you know, in their x-ray technology, what is not plant one of the- matter, you know, they're looking, what shows up is 
you know, thicker, heavier, you know, kinds of materials, like anything lead. Yeah. Sharper. And Mm -hmm. yeah, they're not looking, you know, they don't really see that. Right. I mean, you, you can't like strangle a person with a medical marijuana plant. Can you? (laughs) Or no. yeah. well, hemp Maybe fiber is hemp pretty strong. Bro, I know, not, like not I with know. a plant, but <laughs> um, so just actually yesterday, one of our big activists in Orange County, um, a fellow named Joe Grumbine, who's a longtime Orange County Normal member, a founder of the Human Solution that brings together collective owners and helps um, each other um, support them when they're having to face criminal um so criminal joe's, cases. joe's going through a very very <laughs> yeah. bad time so right anyways, now. yeah he's a huge activist he's done a lot of things in our community um he had a collective in um garden grove and one in long beach and when he was, was a that? victim this was within two years this all happened okay. and he's a victim of one of steve cooley's rampages against medical marijuana he had had his long beach collective raided maybe less than a year ago um, and it was just recently, just a couple days ago, that the DA's office decided that they are going to file charges on Joe Grumbine. Um, he was, his his attorney told him that he was ordered to court. He showed up yesterday. Were you there, Vol- Sam? Yeah, I was there. He showed up voluntarily. Um, yeah, I, I read an article that says Cooley won't quit. So he is really, really pissed right now. So he's taking it out on Joe. Is that correct? I think so. Joe thinks so. Um, they're trumping up the charges. I mean, um, you know, Marla just sent me an email, and I'm sure you saw it too. I, where yes. The, 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 and, and if you, you know, rape and kill a child, the, the bail is less than what they, I mean, they're trying to get a half a million dollars from two medical marijuana patients and providers. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. $200,000 each, right? Yeah. 200000 and 300000 200000 for Joe. Um, if you want to go on thehumansolution.org or Google the Human Solution. Uh, you can fi- also find them on Facebook. Uh, I know you can donate um, and, and help them. Um, I know Hope is also um, collecting donations. Uh, so um, if, you can, if you can go, if you're near uh, Westminster, you can go and Hope if you're a patient. Uh, it's real easy to find. It's right off the 405 in a medical marijuana uh, upstairs at the top in a medical building. So Yeah, I just um, went there this last week. It's beautiful there. Yeah. It's a really nice atmosphere. You can see all around you. So that's awesome. The Hope gets involved with all these different organizations. So anyone, anyone looking for a new collective in the northern Orange County area should definitely check them out. Hope is UF4A.org, and UF4A is also Hope. So we are derivatives of each other, Very and good. we are here to help everybody. So... If you uh, want something new, come check out what's going on at Hope. Hey, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, I was reading uh, the California Supreme Court has rejected the appeal by Anaheim to review and overturn the Fourth District Court of Appeals decision. What does that mean? Jeez, we should have an attorney on for that one. It's kind of confusing. Previously... Oh, that'll confuse me even more. I know. I, I, I read it, and I thought, I'm giving it to you. Previously, um, I, I, I thought that the, they had turned it down to a lower court, and they were going to hold that decision, or they were going to send it back to the lower courts, but then they appealed it to a higher court. So I was a little bit confused by that. Um, what do, you, do you know anything about that, Sam? Um, I'm trying to find it right now on my phone, and it's not pulling up too fast. But I, I do know that... Um, with this decision, um, medical marijuana patients have a, it can breathe a sigh of relief. Um, you know, there was, uh, um, let's see, the, the Supreme Court, in hearing that, that, that they're going to refuse Orange County's request to um, um, 
to and by sending it back to the fourth district court of appeals um they're saying that you can't hide behind the 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 federal government it it cannabis being a schedule one it's illegal under the federal government and so uh you can't have sales and you can't have dispensaries and that was the the counties and cities whole argument was it's illegal federally and um the Supreme Court or the the Fourth District Court of Appeals decision was no that that they can't hide behind that. So the cities and counties tried to take that back to the um, state state of California What's Supreme Court. What's the bottom Court. line in ABC? Well, the bottom line is uh, they cannot hide behind the the ruling right now they, is they can't hide who, behind the federal government. Who, who's they? Cities and counties that want to ban dispensaries because so it's they're not allowed federally. to. So they're not allowed to ban us. It's going back to to be redefined at a at a another legal precedent has to be established still. Which means though that they can't uh, hide behind the federal government's decision right now. And any city that and county that wants to try to ban them right now is wasting their tax their own citizens' tax dollars well, trying to do we, so. We have and a lot of morons out there, and they're going to have a hard time because now Why? they have Joey. Yep. Now they have right. Joey's friends. Exactly. Now, now we have children that are involved. Um, so these it's cities, different. these it's cities different. need to watch out, and these cities need to adhere that these children that are being saved by cannabis are presenting a whole new. This is a whole new game now. You know, I, I feel if they do attack any more collectives then they are attacking my, my son's life. Well, the one beautiful thing is the cannabis community is a small loop. And I think that people, after what happened, you know, in the election, people are starting to come together more now, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, yesterday, uh, for Joe's court support, there were probably, I mean, there, there were 15, 20 people just having to, st- you know, stand outside waiting to hear so what was it, going on. it was a full house. Oh, yeah, everybody wearing solidarity ribbons, a whole bunch of support. The judge really didn't care. And, and in fact, we're encouraging everybody to show up tomorrow in Long Beach for um, Joe's uh, arraignment to ask for a bail reduction. Um, like I said, $200,000 is being requested by, this, by the county uh, for, for Joe's bail. And anybody that can show up tomorrow, 830, um, it's going to be... I'll see if Joey can make it. I think it's 515 uh, Ocean. Yes. Five, yeah, 515 Ocean. Um, and, and that's in Long Beach? In Long Beach. It's, it's actually um, in, I think it's floor, floor two or floor three. Um, I'll get the details and we'll, we'll post that as well. Okay, great. We'll have a, a, a bunch of uh, children diagnosed with autism uh, terrorizing the second floor. <laughs> oh, I have a great there idea. You get your people. Miko, get your people. And we won't give them cannabis that day. <laughs> and we won't and they'll give be them... begging for it, exactly. right? <laughs> and we won't give them cannabis and we'll let them loose there. Right. How do you think that'll be? The guards will be begging to give it to them. <laughs> the, right. the guards will be begging us to, to give it to the guards. Hey, everybody, thank you so much, Miko and Kimo, Can- my normal friend Candace, of course, Sam, the love of my life. Thank you for listening. We hope you've learned something. We, we hope that we've given you something to think about. Have a great week, and we'll see you next Thursday. Are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. 
Well, uh, our, our dear friend Joe Grumbine, um, he's the founder of Human Solution. Uh, you can check that out on humansolution.org. Um, anybody that can you know, make donations for his struggle and hear, hear his story, I encourage you to do so. He was taken into custody um, uh, yesterday at his arraignment um, where he was where he was, his bail was set at $200,000. Um, and he has to show up again Friday. Uh, he was taken to jail. And so, um, he, he can't actually even post, not allowed to even post bail until, uh, Friday, eight thirty. So we're asking for, uh, as many supporters that can come out as possible. Uh, it's going to be at the Long Beach, uh, courthouse, uh, department three, second floor, room 206, uh, Judge Meyer is the uh, the preceding judge on that. So uh, we're, we're asking people to show up. Uh, if you can, make donations to the humansolution.org uh, website uh, to help increase uh, the funds to, to get him out of jail. Um, and um, if you got your Human Solution Solidarity ribbon, uh, wear that as well. Are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back.